0: Good talk to Jeremy Reisman, proud of Detroit. Get his thoughts on where the Lions are at right now, what lies ahead for the Lions. That point spread has been fluctuating uh, based on what book you're looking at. But on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, I think it sits at nine and a half right now. I think that's an easy play. Lions O-line practicing this week. And the most surprising thing, Jeremy, this year has nothing to do with offense. It's been that Lions defense, especially against the run.
1: Yeah, no question about it. And really, they started kind of getting better at it towards the end of last year, especially when it comes to running backs. You know, rushing quarterbacks has always kind of been a a problem. But, you know, they had last year's game against Carolina, which was, you know, obviously as bad as it was giving up 300-plus yards. But if you look at kind of the games around that, it had started to turn a corner a little bit. And then, obviously, you take it into this year, the Lions are first in, in yards allowed. Uh, when it comes to run defense and everything seems to kind of be working to their advantage. And, and part of it is, I think, increased, you know, linebacker play there, their those linebacker room is deep and, and good, but um, a lot of the guys kind of in the middle of those trenches who maybe weren't getting the pass rushing, um, you know, getting the pass rush to where it needs to be. They've been really working um, when it comes to stopping the run and, and we've seen it kind of play out the way that it has this year. And and it's not just that they've let uh you know, had so many few yards against them. It's, it's the, the pl- teams they were going up against. Seattle's a really good running team. Atlanta's a really good running team. Occasionally, Green Bay's a really good run team. Even Kansas City, you know, Pacheco's having a great year. Lions faced a, a, what I think a lot of people would consider very, very good run offenses and, and stopped every single one of them so far.
0: That's why I look at this Carolina game on Sunday at sold out Ford Field. And I'm thinking, all right, Lions a big favorite. Anytime you get close to double digits in the NFL, uh, most are expecting a blowout. Uh, what are you feeling right now? What's your vibe on Sunday?
1: Yeah, it, it's kind of the same way, and and it's it's interesting because it's, it's it's a new feeling, right? Because I think there's some of Lions fans out there that when you see such a big line, when you see such big expectations to to win this game easily or whatever, your your mind immediately goes, "Oh, this is going to be a trap game. Uh oh, the Lions are going to overlook this opponent, and here comes." You know, the Lions team that we've come to know, but I, I don't get a feel of that at all in this game. You look at the matchups, they all favor the Lions. You look at a, a rookie quarterback going up against a, a team that just really embarrassed two young quarterbacks in back-to-back weeks. Um, everything seems to favor the Lions in this game. And, and given that they have Dan Campbell, the ultimate motivator, I would say, at the, at the you know, top of the food chain here, I don't expect this team to overlook Carolina. I don't think I don't expect this team to, to take a week off or, or look forward to to the Buccaneers game next week. I, I think this team is going to be ready. I think the crowd's going to get them really psyched. And, and I just think they're a much better football team.
0: Yeah. Speaking of much better, pretty much every NFL power ranking you look at lions are top 10, man. I, what a difference a year makes, right? Yeah,
1: no question. Um, You know, toward the end of the year, they were they were getting up there, but I don't think anyone would have considered them a a top 10 team. Even, you know, we heard some people say, well, they could have been a dangerous team in the playoffs if they had made it. Well, now we're seeing that dangerous team right now. We're seeing them take on some of the best teams in the NFL and and play in their homes on prime time and and beat them thoroughly. So, um, yeah, this this team absolutely deserves being a top 10 team, I think. I think maybe even we're inching closer to the conversation of whether they're a top five team, and uh, maybe not there yet. But you know, if they kind of continue on this trajectory, that's that's where this conversation is headed.
0: Well, and you're looking at a division that. Uh, uh, am I off base by saying it's the worst division in pro football that the Lions should run away with this, which means you should run the table. You might have a threat of losing at Minnesota, but at least five and one like last year, you should be in that eleven, twelve. 13, maybe even 14-win category, and I'm really looking at things now, and I see the Niners, and I see the Cowboys who are on the schedule, and the Eagles, and I'm thinking, how how much home field advantage can the Lions grab before the playoffs? That's where I'm at on this team, and the only thing I feel that can stop them, Jeremy, would be massive injuries.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm right there with you. I know it sounds crazy to start talking about seeding in, in the playoffs in, in week five, but... You're right. Like the, the path towards winning this division seems pretty clear. Now it is early. I think, I think teams can get better as the season goes on. I think, I don't think anyone outside of the bears have dug themselves in as big of a hole where they can't turn things around. I think the Vikings could turn things around. They're not actually playing as bad as I think they did um, last year. Um, but at the same time, you're right. Like there's no reason to believe that the lions can't continue to get better too. Um and so they should take care of business. I would say in the, in the division division games are always hard. And like you said, on the road, it's never easy. Um, so Minnesota could be a tough one. Chicago could be a tough one. I mean, they, the, the thing is the Lions don't play any of those games until after the bye. they don't play any more division games until um, November. Um, and, and I think maybe even mid to late November. And so these teams could lot, look a lot different by then. They could, they could be better. They could be worse. The Lions could be better. The Lions could be worse. Like you said, injuries happen. Um, so you know nothing's in the bag yet, but everything is ahead of this team. They 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 asserted their dominance last Thursday, saying like, "Hey, Green Bay is the only team that that looks like their competition to us." Well, look, they're not actually the competition to us. We're we're way ahead of where they're at. So, yeah, I mean, double digit wins is definitely the expectation at this point with a with a division title.
0: Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, follow them and Jeremy on. Facebook, Twitter, online, joining us on the Roast Humber Coffee guest line, talking Lions and the Panthers on Sunday. I did see on the injury report for today, Amon Ross St. Brown, undisclosed injury, uh, injury status, questionable for week five. You're looking at Carolina, and I know it's any given Sunday in the NFL, but the Lions do have the luxury, uh, like they did against Atlanta, knowing the short week, to rest some guys. And get them healthy so we'll see what's up with st brown
1: yeah and then you know i saw him out there at practice um on on tuesday and um you know he wasn't practicing with the team but he was running with a trainer and if you know we, like you said we don't really know the injury yet we'll see when the injury report drops in in a little bit here um what it is if it if it was his toe injury that was keeping him out of practice um he was running around pretty good uh with that trainer so i would not expect him to miss this week if it's if it's a lower body injury if it's something upper body um, we'll, we'll kind of have to wait and see. But a guy like Brian Branch, who obviously was hurting pretty bad at the end of that Packers game, he's a guy who didn't practice, didn't see him at practice on Tuesday. I would expect maybe this would be a good week, like you said, to, to rest him. Um, but it's interesting because the Lions are also getting uh, what appears to be a lot of guys back. Julian O'Quara coming back from from his injury list. Um, looks like Baitai, um might be ready to go again after missing a couple games here. So the Lions are actually getting healthier um, but maybe you're right. Like maybe this is a, a, a situation where it's like, okay, you're healthy. You're practicing, but let's get you a little bit more up to speed, a little, little bit more healthy before you put there, out, put you out there on the field on Sunday because the Lions have weathered kind of an injury storm here early in the season and they've been just fine. So um, if, if they have the luxury to, to wait another week to put some of these guys out there, I think they might take it.
0: Think about the Lions having a full complement of offensive linemen on – the first team side playing with how good they ran the football already, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. No question. I mean, it's unfortunate. We only got to see one week of that to to start the season, but if Bai ties back and, and Decker remains healthy with, with with the ankle injury he's dealing with, like maybe, maybe there's another level that this offense can, can go to specifically the run game, which I think has been kind of up and down so far this season, but obviously took a big step against, you know, a a Packers defense. It's not, not as bad as I think some people give them credit for. So, um yeah, no, whether they want to rest some of those guys for, for a week, to, we, we, we've seen that they can weather that storm, or if they want to kind of keep the foot on the pedal there, which <laughs> certainly sounds like a Dan Campbell thing, maybe they, they play everybody and, and just make sure they get through with another win.
0: Carolina's defense isn't brutal. I, I see this game like, you know, 27-10. That's kind of what I'm feeling when it comes to the Lions and the Panthers on Sunday. What's a final number you're looking at?
1: Yeah, that seems pretty reasonable to me, because I, I believe the Panthers have yet to score more than 20 points, and I don't think they've held anyone under 20 points yet either. So, um, you know, I, I do feel like this is a pretty comfortable win. Um, I think the Lions are going to continue to move the ball pretty well offensively. But the Panthers have really struggled to defend the run so far this year. I think they're 32nd in run defense DVOA. So I, I, might, I might even push the disparity a little bit longer than that, maybe say something like 34-13.
0: I agree. I, I, you know, that couldn't happen with a, another TD. You know, pick six, kick return. Yeah. I, I also think right. because it's Carolina that, and not that you're taking any team for granted, but you are at home. You do have some injuries that may require another week coming off your ten day rest. It is right. the perfect time, if you can, uh, to rest a branch, to rest a Saint Brown.
1: Yeah, yeah, and they may well may very well to do that, but. I also I also know this team believes that like if if, if you're ready and, and I'm sure some of the players feel the same way too like if I'm physically ready I don't want to wait I want to be out there there's only 17 games a season let me let me go out there and play and so if the entire team has that kind of mentality I think maybe they, they won't they'll try to avoid taking a week off if if they can
0: Also Lions Tampa game got flexed I think like 425 on the 15th so you're getting the national TV exposure the numbers the star power uh, that the Lions bring to the table more young talent than any other uh, NFL franchise, and a year ago they're stumbling through a one-and-six start. Like I said to start this, I I find it incredible the conversations nationally, <laughs> statewide, locally. Yeah. You know, pride of Detroit, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, what the theme is now connected to the Detroit Lions.
1: Yeah. I mean, they've kind of put their reputation finally behind them and it's taken what, 14 games that, you know, now they're 11 and three in their last 14 to kind of shed the, uh, you know, are these lines for real? Are they going to disappoint us again? Um, well, you know, they had all these off season expectations and they pretty much met every single one of them. So for through, through four games and, and no one can ignore them. I think at this point any longer, they're doing it on national TV. They're doing it to the history franchises, like the chiefs and the Packers. them this team is is for real, and it's very much clear that the the national audience is finally getting that with not only the you know primetime games, not only the 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 power rankings, just everyone seems to agree that this team is uh, is going to be a true competitor this year and probably beyond.
0: I just love how I go, yeah, somewhere between eleven and fourteen wins and an easy run to the NFC North <laughs> title. Yeah. No big deal. No big I, like, deal. Do you, never done it before. Bill, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, can I get a? Yeah, can I get some mayo on my sub? Uh, Bill, what do you think? Uh, Eleven to fourteen wins. Uh, home field advantage. I think they're going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll get some chips and a large drink.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, it's so cavalier now, which is just—it's a wild place to be. But I think this week is a perfect example where it's just like, yeah, the the Panthers are in town, and this is a, a Detroit Lions team that shouldn't blink. This is—I mean, when's the last time we can even say? The never Lions team can win comfortably and, and never not really have any doubts about
0: it. Never because we this, even with Barry, we doubted Wayne Fonts. We did. Okay. We doubted his creativity, his staff, we doubted him. Here's here's why the Lions are they're in a completely different spot than ever before. Even the Calvin barry years, even Stafford Sue Calvin, that you trust the GM, you trust the front office, the owner's not meddling. Uh, You got Dan Campbell. You got a staff that has weathered a lot. They've been through the good and bad. And you're a fan. You're someone in the media. You're doing your coverage at Pride of Detroit. You really trust what they're doing. Yeah. First time ever. First time ever.
1: Ever with the Lions. I mean, just the... The popularity of the owner itself—that—that will it? well, never happen, um, and—and but it has for good reason, right? Like, like you said, it, it's from the ground up. Everyone in the organization is doing the jobs that they're supposed to be doing. Mm. The GM is is building through the draft and making savvy moves in free agency. The the head coach is keeping everyone motivated. When this team was not good under him, never blinked, Always seemed to give it their all week in and week out, week in and week out. And then the players are doing the jobs. The coaching staff then Dan Campbell is surrounded around himself, has developed these young players into strong players, good depth, elite players, blue chip players. It just feels like this franchise is firing on all cylinders, and it's hard to nitpick anything that really anyone inside that building is doing wrong right now.
0: Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, joining us here on the Huled Show across Michigan. And one final thought that I love, Jeremy. When the Green Bay Packers organization had to send out a letter and ask Packer fans <laughs> not to sell their tickets to other fans after the Lions takeover, inside Lambeau, one of the toughest tickets on the NFL market to me was a landmark moment for the Lions franchise.
1: Oh man, it it was so cool to just see all the the, the blue in the stands and at the end of the game just only Lions fans in that stadium and I mean, it just tells you everything to know about this fan base, how patient they've been, how hungry they've been, and how thrilled they are to, to have a team that's worth rooting for, a franchise that's worth rooting for, a head coach that's so nice and uh, affable and, and charismatic and easy to root for. Same thing with the general manager. Like, watching Brad Holmes be out there on the sidelines or even in the stands just taking pictures with with fans. Like, everyone is so easy to root for right now, and the team is so good that... Man, I, I I can't imagine what Ford Field is going to be like for the rest of the year when these games start to matter a little bit more, when the the tension starts to rise, maybe when the playoffs start to come. Mm. Um, it's just it's going to be a heck of a home field advantage that I, that I don't think um, even Lions fans can comprehend right now.
0: Yeah, or well, it's surreal to say the least. Jeremy Reisman, what he writes is real pride of Detroit with his team online Twitter. Facebook joining us on the roast Umber coffee. Guest on Jeremy. Uh, thanks for your thoughts on the Lions Carolina game on Sunday. Oh, of course, no problem.